welcome to a new episode from Pro on Pro Body Talks. Today, my very special guest is Dr. Katie Chimes. She's hello. a very dear friend of mine and an amazing human being. So, hello, Katie. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm good. Oh, I just sorry. <laughs> I just took a picture of you. I'm just trying to turn you up. I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm really, really good, and I'm I'm even better to see you after so long. At least I can see on the camera I'm not in person. A long, long time since I last saw you. Ages. Um, Actually, months. Months. A month, months. Yeah, maybe over a month. But hopefully I'll see you very soon in London. But uh, thank you so much for accepting to be my guest on the podcast today. Uh, because we have so many things to share with the public, with our dear friends. Um, today we're going to talk about spine injuries and um, postural issues and emotional stress. Yes, yeah. massive, massive big thing. Exactly. But before that, I need to talk a little bit uh, with you. I need to ask you a few things. I want to tell people how we met, um, <laughs> you know, because it's a really, really funny story and uh, more about your fitness life as well, because it's very, very inspirational. So tell me. Mm -hmm. Start like telling me why did you choose to be a chiropractor? You're one of the best chiropractor in London. Yeah, so first of all, do you want to turn the music down and pay quickly? Yeah. Uh, when I first, um, I've always had a huge fascination in the human body ever since probably the age of 12, mm -hmm. 10, 11, 12. And I remember, I don't want to make it too, too much of a long story, but I remember being back at school and we were told to go away and learn all the muscles in the body. Yeah. And I was the only one in my class who went away and did it. And when I came back um, to class, I felt like I knew a bit more because I was the only one who learned all the muscles in the body. And ever since then, I've had a huge fascination in the human body. Wow. Um, anyway, so then I got into fitness and bodybuilding. That's how we met. We'll go through that in a minute. Um, and then I've always been into fitness and health and personal training and all that sort of thing. And then um, I got to the point and I thought, I don't want to do personal training for the rest of my life. Can I imagine doing this when I'm 70 or 80? Probably not. Mm -hmm. So my chiropractor, my um, uncle's a chiropractor, and I remember going to his clinic when I was younger, and he had a chart in his wall with all the nerves on the nerves, all the nerves, the body chart with all the nerves on it. Yeah. And I asked him if he had to know all the nerves in the human body. And he said, well, yeah, that's normal. And I thought, wow. And it got to the point where I thought, you know, I wanted to progress. I wanted to move on. I, I had a huge fascination with the human body, and I wanted to know more. And I used to work as a personal trainer with people with back pain. Yeah. And people were coming to me. So rather than being someone to have to ask the chiropractor what to do or what exercises I should do, mm -hmm. I thought I want to be the person who knows what to do and how to fix it myself. So when I did it. So when I decided to become a chiropractor, a five-year degree for that, and then here we are. So nine, ten years later, I'm still doing it. So oh, that's it. Goodness. Well, guys, I want to tell you, Katie, she's the best chiropractor, not in London, in the world. Because oh. like every single time I see her, one single session, and she fixes me. Anyway, she's always fully booked, so it's so hard to reach her these days. And that's why I'm so glad that she accepted to, to join me today. But um, it's, it's amazing how you switch from being a personal trainer to a chiropractor, but you're still into fitness. You still train so hard. You're also pro athletes. And now we're going to go into our little story because that's how we met. Yes, we, we met. Was it five or six years ago, was it now? Yeah, in 2014. Yeah. And you hated me. <laughs> I was hating myself and I was hating everything around me, especially my competition. And I just couldn't 
I couldn't hide it because it's very hard for me to hide my feelings. Yeah. And, uh, Thing with you, you're very much straight down the line, what you see, what you get. Yeah. And, um, and back then I thought, oh, this is a challenge because I like to get to know everyone in the, everyone's very different when they're competing, aren't they? Exactly. And I'm the sort of person I like to go and chat to everyone and chat around where some people don't like doing that. And you're one of those people who felt that was very head, like just kept your head down and didn't want to speak to anybody. And that's generally how you are. You're very much, you don't have to be And I yeah, don't exactly. like to hide it. I like to be real. You know, this is my authentic self. Who likes me, likes me. Who doesn't, it is what it is. You're not going to be. And like I respect that about you a lot. I really do. Yeah, you know, you, 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 you're, you're good at that. <laughs> yeah. But we became good friends after that, didn't we? We both yeah. went to Denmark. We both competed. You ended up being in the taller category because I'm the short one. Yeah. So we both won our category. I was the same height. But anyway, I don't understand why they were in different categories. No, you were. You were in the taller category, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was in the tall category, yeah. yeah. You were taller than me. Yeah. I remember I was seeing you and then... You were just so ripped. Well, you're always ripped anyway, but you were just so ripped. I haven't seen anyone so lean as you in my whole entire life in the like female competing world. And I'm like, wow. Like, oh, and of course, you know, my competition spirit kicked in. I'm like, this girl. And um, I was very moody because I was like low calories and very, very restricted. So then... I just didn't want to talk to you. I don't know what was in my head at that time. But then, and I, I felt like you were ignoring me and you were very kind of, you know, angry. And like, I don't know, it was like a fake impression. Mm -hmm. and, uh, my friend uh, Mirella, hopefully I'll have her soon at the podcast. She was telling me, no, she's lovely. You should uh, speak to her. No, she's not like that Katie. And I'm like, no, I don't really like her. There's yeah. something wrong with her. And like, no, honey, she's a really nice girl. Like, you should try to chat to her. And then I don't know how come we got to talk to you. And we, after the, we're, we're in Morella's bathroom at the Worlds in Vegas. We were in the bar. We went to the world, the Worlds in no, Vegas. I, I didn't talk to you in Denmark at all. I, I remember. I think we did. Maybe a little bit. Actually, no, we didn't really. I think we did. It was mainly we we became much closer when we were in the in Morella's bathroom. At the world, do you remember that? We were talking about all the stresses, like ah, talking about yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, and that's when we actually clicked. Okay, yeah, for being kind of, you know. And do you know what the biggest thing that makes people click? And that's one thing I've learned over everything is you. Everybody has a reason for going through what they go through. Absolutely. When people are quiet, when people are angry, when people are moody, there's always a reason behind it. Mm -hmm. And. Um, I think when people are, the biggest thing and the most endearing thing is when people are really honest about how they feel. This is so we all put these masks on. Mm. And especially with your jobs and when we're training and competing or anything, you have to put, especially with your field, with personal training, with my field, I'm going to be, I'm going to hold my hands up and admit it. You know, I've been on a bit of stress this last year. Absolutely. Everyone goes to stresses. To offer our client, our, our patient, like the best, and we always need to hide all our stories mm -hmm. or all our mm -hmm. problems. And then you kind of maybe you just put this mask, and then maybe it stays with you even without realizing. So, so when you when you that's why you bonded because we started sharing some of the stresses we were going through, and you were showing me some stresses at the time you were going through. Yeah, and I'm like, this is not bad. Then <laughs> we've spoke on really well since then. Um, <laughs> but so I was moody. I was, I was so. You talk about me being lean. I was so low in calories. I was. I just fought the body, push, push. And one thing about, I think all of us were so determined and so yeah. headstrong. And once you have your mind on something, nothing will stop you. Mm. 
and I see that with people who are competing all the time or people I'm treating or anything. Were but you, Were you treating people at that time when you were? Yeah, I remember treating people the day before a competition once. God wow. knows how I did it. I think I saw 40 patients in one day right the day before a competition and I was low, low, low on carbs. What did you manage? And towards the end, I was so tired. I thought, I'm never doing this again. That was a, another show that I did. But um, yeah, how, I'll how, get that. How much do you think this competition can affect um, you on like a social level and on a work level because I know it affected my life so much it just took yeah. everything out of me it hugely the same to you yeah hugely with work I um I had to just put my game face on okay and I had to be professional and when people are coming in complaining all their problems all the time around everything were you able you to get on with it I had to yeah. Sometimes I couldn't, but I had to. I had to I muster all my strength to be like, no, I can't be distracted. So I had to be game face on to, and just have to focus on a patient. And when a patient lies on the bench, that's all you think about. Yeah. So you oh. have to block out all other rubbish around you. Awesome. Um, and we had this thing, my uncle used to say, when we used to work out different rooms in the clinic, he said, before you open the door, he used to always put his hand on the handle take a deep breath in and recenter himself so he could be as much best he could be for that patient. And that's how you have to be. Social life, now that you have nothing. Some people do go out and do it, but I was so old school. Thank you all for watching Pro Body Talks. We will be bringing you more guests in my upcoming episodes. Great inspirational human beings. So stay tuned. We have a lot of valuable information that I hope will inspire you all. In the meantime, you can support us by subscribing to my Patreon account. Thank you and goodbye everyone.